Welcome to episode two, season two of Friends Fit 40s. In this episode, we're going to try to do it all. We're going to organize it. We're going to plan it. We're going to prep it. And then we're going to do it. Or we're going to choose one thing and do it really well. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. School has started. It has. We are in the thick of it. We are. So we have our normal school day. Yes. We have children that are in all the sports. Yes. We have husbands that have full-time jobs. We do. They happen to be teachers too. So they're in the school day as well. (laughs) They're in the thick of it as well. Yeah. Yes. And my husband is a coach. We still manage to find time to work out. Yes. Almost every day. Almost every day. And we're okay with the days that we don't. Right. We've given ourselves some grace, especially at the beginning of the school year to try to get everything started. And full disclosure, I do have a second job where I teach in the evenings as well. And so my Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday nights are filled with three to four hours of college classes that I teach. So we are working around all of that. Yes. When we're doing this. So how do we do it? Well, it takes planning and it takes thought and it takes preparation. Most definitely. And it takes a friend not willing to give up. That's right. That's right. One who's willing to be like, oh, nope. Okay. We still got to do it today. Yep. So Laura is that friend and she's also that planner friend too. So in your friend duo, if you have your fitness friend, you got to figure out that person that's a planner and you can't be just a planner for a week. You got to be a planner for like years. (laughs) That's Laura. It's like, nope, this is the thing. We're doing it even though you're tired. Get your butt up, Stephanie. (laughs) And you know what? And sometimes she has to say it back to me because sometimes I'm the one who's like, nope, I'm too tired. So you have to figure out your non-negotiables and you have to also figure out when it is that you're really tired and when you're just using that as an excuse. And my rule in life is that if Laura tells me to do it, I show up. (laughs) Like I cannot say no unless there is vomit, high levels of blood or a fever involved. Okay. I didn't know I had that much power. Right. You do. Yeah. You, you you text me the time and I'm like, okay, that's my job because you're the planner. <laughs> we all have our roles. Right. So we want to talk a little bit about goal setting for this fall. I love that we have times in our lives like January, like the beginning of the school year in August, even if it's a school year for our kids, where we can just like reset. Yes, it is nice to have those times in the calendar that are just made for getting yourself back on track. Yes, and we could consider those Mondays. Yes, we We can. We could consider those September 1st, October 1st, November 1st, right? Right. 
So there are all kinds of opportunities for us to reset. And during that time, I really think about my goals and think about what are the big picture goals that I want to do and how do I break those down into steps that are going to allow me to achieve those goals. Right. Because a goal isn't much if you don't have a way to get there. And so you definitely want to figure out what are the individual steps I need to do so that I can reach that goal and feel successful and celebrate. Yes, absolutely. So we've been reading a lot of books about goal setting. We have several books about habits and goal setting. Stephanie's suggested all the titles and I've been pushing through them as as has she. We've read Badass Habits, which I highly recommend. And we're currently looking at Atomic Habits by James Clear and also Your Time to Thrive, which is by Marina Kendekel. These books are talking a lot about this idea of micro habits. I love it. We've got micro greens. We've got We've got micro reports. Those are reports that students do on index cards if you haven't ever done a micro report. We have micro goals in running. <laughs> like you're going to run to the stop sign. Right. Because you just want to say that you've done something. Right. Yes. And we have micro habits. These are those little tiny habits that if you can find a way to do them every single day, they add up to something bigger. And so we're working on those this year. And so, um, of course, we want to have those fitness habits. We want to have those nutrition habits. We want to have those mindfulness habits that allow us to get up in the morning and actually want to do the job that we have, the workout that we have, and be the moms that we want to be, as opposed to, I think about the the Miss Hannigan moms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the right. ones that are just done. <laughs> yeah. Right. We want to do all those things. So, so how do we do that? Yeah. So here's some thoughts. I mean, you certainly don't want to do all the micro habits all at the same time because that's just going to overload you. Overwhelming. Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Overwhelming in habits. So, so you choose like one or two. But if one of your goals is to think about water, and this is one for me because I don't drink enough water, think about just this micro habit. Drink one glass of water when you get up in the morning. Super simple. You could even put that glass of water on your nightstand before you go to bed. So you drink it before you even get out of bed. That's a great idea. And Laura, what would kind of cup would you put that water in so it would be cold? Well, if you want it to be cold, you're going to have to put it in something stainless steel so that it stays cold. But I oftentimes just will do just a glass, you know, not plastic. And yes, it's no longer cold. But I think if you're drinking it out of a glass versus a straw, that it tastes better out of glass versus plastic. That's just me. And so that is the beauty of Laura. You all need a friend like that. (laughs) That might be one micro habit you could try, or you could log in your food into MyFitnessPal. That's something that I've noticed when I'm logging into MyFitnessPal, that's when I'm the most conscientious about my food. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to change your dietary habits, but it means that you're going to be aware of what it is that you're eating. And what you're putting into your mouth. Yeah. So if you're really honest with yourself, you know, you log the Oreos. Or the ice cream yeah. because you see it and, and it kind of makes you more aware of what, what, how many calories are in that, how many grams of fat, how many grams of carb, and just gives you more mindset with that. You may want to make your lunch the night before. Um, like always. Right. Yeah. So, so Laura does this always. I do this on a really good Monday night. Okay. Yeah, because honestly, 
I work so far away from every restaurant that if I don't pack my lunch the night before, I'm stuck with school lunch. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. So that's, I'm just saying. That's not, that's not great. <laughs> no, it sure isn't. My going thinking is that I'm going to go on Sunday and shop for my lunch for the entire week and bring it in a bundle on Monday in packages and just throw it in the refrigerator at work. So that's another way to do it. Yeah. There are multiple ways to there do it. There are multiple ways. But anyway, that might be your micro habit. I don't know that I could handle making lunch the night before and putting a glass of water next to my bedside the <laughs> night before. I think I just have to choose one. But Laura's done all of that and she's logged in her food. So, you know, you've got differences. And another thing you could do is to think about one thing you're grateful for while you brush your teeth. Because if you're brushing your teeth for the two minutes of the recommended amount of time, you might even be able to think of more than one. Yeah. What else are you going to do? I mean, you got two minutes and you're standing there and you're going to stare at the mirror. You're going to watch the, the toothpaste bubble down your chin. Maybe you think of some goals for the next day, right? After you think about what you're grateful for. Maybe you're thinking about gratefulness and goals, and then by the time 8 a.m. hits, you've just, like, blown your mind. <laughs> That's okay. Another idea for a micro habit is to check your email as the second thing you do every day, not the first. And that might be something easy for you. I have changed my work habit into getting to work 15 minutes early. Right. You've and been doing so, that for a while. Yeah. And and at first it was hard, but now it's just normal. And so instead of getting to work at 7, I get to work at 645. That allows me 15 minutes to read whatever I want to read. And kind of get your mind ready for the day. Yeah. So I get my cup of coffee. I sit at my desk. I read something that has to do with my work. And then by seven o'clock, like I am both awake and I feel like I have fed myself. Oh, I love that. Yes. You're ready. So another micro habit might be just to read something like read a page or read a article in a magazine or read a newspaper article. One of those things might be to listen to a TED talk. Um, Yes. I actually enjoy listening to audiobooks in the bathtub. So that's something I enjoy doing. And we're Taking talking that about time and yeah. then giving, feeding my brain while right. I'm doing it. 10 so. minutes, uh, 10, 15 minutes, right? If you want to give yourself just a little bit more activity in the day, just park your car further away. It's a micro habit. It gives you the extra steps every single day. Yep. The last one that we were thinking about was just to reach out to somebody new once a week. Somebody that you might want to have as a friend. Text them, Send let them know that you're yeah. Send them a meme. You know, yeah. something <laughs> low stress. Lighthearted. Yeah. Think about these micro habits. I think that this is like one of these ways that we can start changing who we are a little bit at a time. Yeah, it doesn't take much. the thick of it. We're doing our daily work. You've got your extra work in the evenings. We've got our kid running. We've got our prepping of our food that we're doing, trying to get ready for the day next day. How do we fit everything in with the, how do we fit our fitness in? How do we do it? Because our days are pretty full. They are. And Laura, you made that sound so packaged up and nice too. (laughs) It really is messy. It is. <laughs> in it a, is. Full disclosure. But Laura is most amazing. So how do you fit it all in? How do you do this thing? So I really try to, on Saturdays or Sundays, kind of 
like get Stephanie's schedule and we look, I look at the week. And then I also, especially because we're doing a lot of running outside, I look at the weather and try to plan the weight workouts we want and the types of runs that we want within the week and the time frames that we allow ourselves because of our other priorities. Oftentimes there's a routine. There'll be certain days where we always do something at 4.30 or we always do weights this day at, at a certain time, whether it be at the gym or at home. But every now and then there's a random back to school night or there is curriculum night, things that don't happen weekly that we have to work around. And so I also think that we have to think about knowing that the workouts during the school year and during your work life or your work season may not be the same as your vacation or for teachers our summer workouts. And knowing that they could be intense, but they don't have to be as long. Yes. So we're looking at ways to be efficient with our workouts, ways that we can meet each other places. So if I'm teaching at the university, then we meet downtown. Right. And do a run there. And do a run there. Sometimes Laura comes to my school and meets me at school so that like at my workplace, we can change clothes and just get in a quick 20 or 30 minutes before we do something else. Sometimes we'll meet at the south location of our gym or the north location of our gym, depending on what the other person has and how quickly we want to get in and get out. So being flexible, I think flexibility is definitely something that we have to have to fit the workouts in that we want. And sometimes we have workouts as a placeholder. Like sometimes the workouts aren't exactly the workouts that we want to have, but we know that that time is the time that we want to spend working out. And so we make sure to honor that time as the placeholder. The other thing that I think is really important with this is that we're committed to each other. So even though my schedule is crazy this semester, Laura hasn't said, hey, I'm just going to find another friend to work out with. Right. Yeah. She is committed to helping me figure this out. And in return, when she gives me a time, I show up. Right. And, you know, honestly, she knows she's better when she gets that workout in. So if I just help her to know, hey, this is what we're doing and and we're doing it this location or your house or my house or downtown or the trail or the north gym or the south gym, you know, we make it work. And because even if it's 30 minutes, we're going to try to get a really hard workout and like a fart lick. That oh we're my gosh. Go into. Laura tried to kill me this week with fartlicks. <laughs> we're going to have a whole episode of that, but oh let me tell gosh. you about my diet. Okay. So, first of all, let's start with I'm 46. Like, this is not like I'm not 10. And strong. And strong. Yes. So, I worked an entire day at school and I have to get at school to school by 645. Right? right. On my feet the entire day, worked, had classes solid all day long. Very, very busy day. And at three o'clock, I came home and met Laura for our fartlick workout which essentially killed me for 40 minutes. I think it was more like 30. It killed me for 30 minutes, and then I thought I was still dying for the remaining 10. (laughs) Right? It was a hard workout. More on that to come. And then I turned around, went home, showered, and taught a university class class, uh, for my undergrads at night. Now, I'm nothing special here. But the workout, after I thought I was going to die, actually ended up giving me enough energy to get through my night class. Hey, see, 
So even though all 30 minutes felt like you were going to die, you didn't. And you had some energy to get through the evening. Exactly. And I looked at every single one of those college students that I taught. And I thought, you have not done a Bartlett workout today. Right? <laughs> I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking that. Thinking it in your like, brain. You might be 21, but I did a Bartlett workout. <laughs> and mind you, with heat and humidity. Yeah, because exactly. it was not cool that day. Yes. So, so I mean, it's that commitment and that um, willingness to be flexible. Yes. And the willingness to plan ahead. Right. That's really allowed us to do it. Oftentimes we plan our calendar while we're working out. So, you know, about mile four on a run of seven, we're like, so what are you doing next week? Right. <laughs> Let's figure out what days we need to do what. And, you know, whether it needs to be a rest day, whether it needs to be a uh, wait and run day, if it just needs to be a wait or run day, um, because we don't have time for both. So just figuring out what is on our plate and then scheduling our workouts around it and just making sure that our workouts are, we want them to be for the week as a total overall versus looking at each day. I think that's something that's helpful too, is like looking at the week as a whole and figuring out, okay, how can we make all of the effort that we want to put in equal out throughout the week versus like each day? knowing how many weight workouts we want to get in and scheduling them out throughout the week and then doing the same with our runs. So, and we are shooting for about three weight workouts a week, about four run days a week with one of those run days being a long run. Our long runs are now running an hour and a half to two hours yeah. for a workout uh, because we're training for that half. So that's kind of what we're shooting for. And then any kind of yoga or mindfulness stuff we do on our own, typically as part of our nighttime routines. the best part of the day. <laughs> yes, it is. And during the thick of it, which we've mentioned has kind of been our theme, how do you plan for some healthy meals? If you're going to plan out your workouts on a Saturday or Sunday for an entire week, you don't want to offset them by driving through the drive-thru to get your meals. That is so smart, Laura. I can't tell you how many times we've been at soccer practice driving home at 8.30 p.m. thinking... That Wendy's, that McDonald's, that thing is what we have to do because we've got nothing. Right. So I think just as much as we have to plan with our workouts, got to plan with your food too. Or at least things that you can grab that are not going to put all the hard work that you did at the gym, cancel it out. So you have to think about that. Just a reminder also that one mile of running is about an apple. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a Big Mac. Not to be a downer. <laughs> It makes you feel like you're more than an apple. Right. <laughs> but it's still an apple. So, uh, yeah. And, and it's all about fueling your body, too. Like fueling your body for your workouts, fueling your body to have energy. Yes. So you don't feel like molasses. So how do you do this, Laura? You're well, our expert. You know, when it's nice out, we really incorporate the grill and try to grill things, whether it's be chicken or other types of meat, hamburgers, and grill extra Ooh, good so idea. they can be leftovers. In fact, everything that we t 
tend to cook, we try to have some leftovers, whether that's somebody's lunch or somebody's dinner on a night that's rushed. My mom used to call it yo-yo. You're on your own. Oh, so yeah. you might need to throw in a few yo-yo nights if that's what you need to do, which means you need to kind of make bigger meals before the yo-yo night so that there's some choices to pick from. Also, as we're heading into fall, crock pot, instant pot meals. I mean, you don't have to do them just in the fall. We tend to do more of those in the fall, but you can make bigger servings and portion those out throughout the week, whether it be for lunches or dinners. And we've been trying to, or we've been thinking about trying some of those meal delivery services. We've kind of been looking into some of those. HelloFresh, I know, is one of them. They're not paying us, but there's different services out there. I think, I mean, at least half a dozen that you can look up and they will prepare all the food and send it to your doorstep. So I know a lot of people really like that. It might be something to try out. Yeah, that's a great idea, Laura. So have you tried any yet? Not yet. Okay, Not so yet. when you do, yeah, we're going to have to hear about that and see how you like it. Yes, most definitely. One of the things that we did was we bought this cookbook called Cook Once, Eat All Week. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, tell us more about and that. And it's by Cassie Garcia. So check it out. We'll put it on our website, friendsfit40s.com. And so this cookbook essentially gives you a grocery list and a suggested meat. So maybe it's hamburger, turkey, or maybe it's chicken. And then like three to four different meals that you can make with that meat prep every single week. And so we changed our recipes every, like our meat every week, but we had generally the same kind of meat every week. So like, for every example, yeah. um, if we did chicken, we might've done chicken tacos and then a chicken soup and then chicken something else, like a chicken casserole. The meals were all healthy. Okay. A lot of them were gluten-free. They were like, you could find meals that represented a variety of different diets and uh, found them all to be delicious. Well, so, tell us the name of the cookbook again. It is Cook Once, Eat All Week. Okay. Simple Cassie enough. Garcia. Yeah. Picked it up at Barnes & Noble. Okay. So check that out. Also thinking about breakfasts and quick snacks. So, you know, going back to um, one of our previous episodes where, you know, you cut the veggies and you have them ready to go so that they're ready to, you know, in mason jars, the celery in mason jars so and with some water so that they don't turn brown. You can just grab a few out. Preparing some protein balls ahead of time or some quick muffins and then freezing them and then getting them out in groups so that you can have a container of protein balls or a container of muffins and then having some for like two weeks down the road or next week. So we have been really consistent about getting carrots and celery after Laura started Excellent. talking about celery. Yeah. Even on the fly, even when we don't have anything in our fridge, I can still probably pull out a bag of carrots and a bag of celery and make something happen with that in a low-fat dressing. And so that oftentimes is a great go-to snack. Perfect. Right. For our family. Also, just having breakfast uh, items available. So we do a lot of breakfast sandwiches and I will take a Sunday afternoon and I will make like 15 breakfast sandwiches or 15 breakfast burritos or seven and seven, which doesn't equal 15. But you know what I mean. And making them all up, filling out the island, putting all the um, saran wrap out and just kind of making us an assembly line and then wrapping them all up, 
put them in the freezer and then you can take them out and you can pop them in the microwave. Um, They're great on the go. They're great for my son who has to eat school after practice Mm -hmm. in the morning, early morning. I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to sleep in a little or I need to make my lunch in the morning because I didn't want to make it last night so that I have my breakfast that was already made and frozen like a week ahead, a week ago. So I can pull that out. So the breakfast is easy and it'll give me time to make my lunch because I didn't want to do it the night before. Don't you all want to lure in your lives (laughs) where you have frozen breakfast sandwiches or burritos the night before you've got lunch made, The kids, I think, are all lined up in their assembly line, Uh, grabbing their bags and walking out the door. If only. She is most amazing, y'all. All All right, guys. So we've thought all about prepping and planning and micro habits and all of these things that could make us super efficient, well-oiled machines. So now it is time for your weekly homework. You're going to do all of it. And you're going to start on a Monday. (laughs) And by Friday, your life is going to be amazing. (laughs) If only. But remember, we want you just to choose one micro habit. Just choose one. It could be that glass of water that you're going to drink in the morning. Do it for seven days in a row. Yeah. Because it does take time to create a habit. Or maybe it's just that you want to think something nice about somebody while you're brushing your teeth. Oh, yes. Don't forget to give yourself grace during these times. We all need that grace. You know, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. We are working to make tomorrow better than today with all the things that are going on. And when we're in a rough situation, we're working to make the best day out of a rough situation. That's what we're trying to do. Uh, Laura and I are in our 40s and our goal is to be grandmas that can sit on the floor and play with our grandkids. That's right. We want to laugh. We want to have friends. We want to have fun. And we want to have felt like we've lived our best life. So with that, enjoy your week. Go, move, breathe, share kindness with others. Yes. You You got got this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you